This is day three together of our look through Revelation chapter 10. In fact, yesterday and today, we're taking a little break, a little perspective gathering break to focus on where we are in this whole picture of what God is doing. We're looking together at four end time events. Yesterday, we looked at three of them, which are found in the book of Revelation. We looked at the tribulation, which we're in the middle of studying right now. We looked at the visible return of Christ, and we looked at the millennium. Today, I'd like us to focus together on the one major end-time event that is not found in the book of Revelation. It is known by the name of the rapture. The rapture, that name, actually comes from a Latin word used in 1 Thessalonians 4.17, a verse we're going to look at in a few minutes. And the original Greek word is translated caught up in English. That's what it means. It means to be caught up. The rapture is when Jesus gathers all believers to be with him, giving each of us a resurrected, a glorified body. Now, that's different from the visible return of Jesus, in which everybody will see him, and he's going to judge the nations. He's going to establish his kingdom. Many see the rapture as an event hidden to all but believers and occurring years before Jesus' visible return. Others, some see the rapture and Jesus' visible return as happening simultaneously. Even as all see him, Christians are raptured to be with him. Although there is some question about the exact time of the rapture, the questions about exactly when it should happen should not detract from the assurance that that it will happen. Now, this event is not spoken of in Revelation. Why? Well, there are many believers who think that that is because it's already happened when the events that we hear about in the book of Revelation begin to unfold. Others think that it's just not mentioned here because it's mentioned elsewhere, because the purpose of Revelation is different than telling this. But it certainly is mentioned in the Bible. It's taught in the Bible. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 to 18 gives a very detailed description of what's going to happen when the Lord raptures his church. The believers in this town by the name of Thessalonica were worried. They felt that somehow those in their church who'd already died we're not going to get to be in heaven with the Lord. Or they thought that maybe they'd gotten cheated out of having a resurrected body, that unless you were here when Jesus returned, you wouldn't be with him forever. So Paul writes to calm their concerned hearts, and he explains to them the order of how God will do things. Listen to what's going to happen. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 to 18. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and who are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so, so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. So you see what happens. He just walks through these events with us. One, two, three, four. First, he says, the Lord descends. The Lord descends out of heaven in the clouds, on God's conditions. Unexpectedly, you get the feel even here. And in Matthew chapter 24, 37, you also get that same feel. The Lord descends. And second, the dead in Christ rise. Now, this is talking about those who are believers who've already died, who are in graves. Their physical bodies will come out of the grave in order to be reunited with their spirit with the Lord in the air. We'll talk about that in just a minute. 1 Thessalonians 15 talks about the resurrection of our bodies. It says in verses 42 to 43, so it will be with the resurrection of the dead. A body that is sown perishable, it is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. A believer's body, those who have died before Jesus Christ returns, 
comes out of the ground to become a resurrected body that then meets, I believe, the believer's spirit who is coming with the Lord in the air. Remember, when we die, our spirit immediately goes to be with the Lord. I don't know what we look like in this spirit body. The Bible doesn't tell us, but I know we're in his presence, and I know he knows us personally there, and we know each other even. So there's this sense of our spirit and our body, our resurrected body, are somehow, I almost get this picture of they're reunited in the air. Can you imagine that? Every believer is involved in the rapture. If you die before his return, your spirit immediately goes to be in the presence of the Lord. And when Jesus returns, your spirit will come with him in the air, your body will rise out of the ground, and bam, the spirit and the body will reunite in midair. That is what I call a thrill ride. That is what I call an experience of joy. That's the second thing that happens, but we're not done yet. Third, we who are alive are caught up with them. For Thessalonians 4 says, we are still alive and left will be caught up together with them. That is our most familiar picture of the rapture. Those believers who are walking around the earth at the time that Jesus returns will somehow immediately have their earthly bodies transformed into resurrected bodies and we rise also to meet the Lord in the air. Can you imagine? Can you imagine all of us together there? In fact, that's the fourth thing that happens. Fourth, we meet the Lord in the air and we will be with the Lord forever. What a reunion. What a place of joy. I don't know if you've been to one of your high school reunions, your 10th or 20th or 30th high school reunion. Have you noticed that those reunions often don't match their hype? You, you see people who once had long hair who now have no hair, and the guy who was the wide receiver on the football team is now just wide. The brightest person in the class is the dullest person at the party. It just doesn't match the hype sometimes that we give to it. But this reunion, can you imagine it? People with broken bodies who now have resurrected bodies, family members who see each other as they rise to meet Jesus, seeing people from your past who you never would have dreamed would have become believers, and you see them and you realize what's happened with them, united with people from your church, people from all over your city, all over our nation, all over this world, and most important, Jesus Christ right there at the center of this reunion without even knowing you. I can tell you the most exciting experience in your life. It hasn't happened yet. You're looking forward to your greatest experiences, and this is one of them. And when we begin to look into this rapture and what's going to happen, and we compare it to the events that we talked about yesterday, that's when the difference in timing comes in. The question many people ask is, what's the difference in timing of the rapture of the church and the visible return of Jesus Christ to judge the nations and the time of tribulation that we're studying right now. Some regard this time of tribulation as occurring and then the visible return of Christ and the rapture occur at the same time. Others see an order. Others see an order as to when the rapture will occur first and then later the visible return of Christ will happen. In fact, amongst those who see an order, there are three general ideas of what this order might be. You might have heard these ideas the pre-tribulation rapture, the mid-tribulation rapture, and the post-tribulation rapture. It's pretty obvious what they mean. The pre-tribulation rapture is the rapture will occur right before the tribulation begins, any of these events that we're studying together right now. The mid-tribulation rapture, the rapture occurs three and a half years or halfway into the time of tribulation. The post-tribulation rapture, it occurs at the end of the seven-year tribulation at the same time as Jesus' visible return. Now, let me just ask you, apart from all the theological talk about this, what should these different views say to you on a personal basis? 
they should say two things. First of all, rejoice. Rejoice if God takes you out of the tribulation of those last days. You rejoice in the protection of the Father. But secondly, don't be surprised and don't lose faith if God somehow chooses to leave us as witnesses during these last days. Here's my very untheological way of looking at this, because I want it to happen as soon as possible. So I believe that it's going to happen as soon as possible. I'm looking forward to a pre-tribulation rapture. And if we're all still around when this tribulation begins, I'm going to immediately move to believing in a mid-tribulation rapture. And if we're all still here three and a half years into this time of tribulation, I'm going to immediately move to a post-tribulation view. Because the truth is, I know that Jesus is going to rapture his church. The book of Thessalonians tells us, without a doubt, he's going to do this. I can hang on to that truth. I want you to understand some of these details about Jesus' second coming. That's why we've taken a few days to focus on this. However, my one warning is the warning we started with, and that is that you don't become so involved in the details that you miss the big picture. You tell an older Christian that Jesus is coming again, and they say, well, is that pre, post, or mid-tribulation? You tell a new believer that Jesus Christ is coming, and they just look up. Where? When? How soon? Never lose, never lose that spirit. Anticipation, waiting for his return. Jesus Christ, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Come soon. Come soon to rescue your church. Come soon to do away with evil. Come soon to fulfill your promise. Come soon, Jesus Christ, so that we can be with you where you are. Come soon so that your glory can be seen. We ask this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Tomorrow we're going to focus together on verses 5 to 7. God tells us in these verses that there is finally going to be no more delay.